to the kinky hair culture podcast where we interview people interview the people behind the chair and the people that make your natural hair products welcome everybody we have a special special guest dr chambers harris and i'm gonna let her introduce herself because i can't give you everything like give you everything that's gonna ruin the show i, I need y'all to listen in and get this knowledge doctor please introduce yourself Sure. Thank you so much, Candice, for having me. My name is Dr. Isfahan Chambers-Harris, and I'm the founder and CEO of Elodia. Elodia is a science-based hair and scalp care product brand, and we're right outside of D.C., about 15 minutes in Bowie, Maryland. Um, yeah, so that's basically what we are. <laughs> so let's. I'd like to take it back and let the audience get to know you. Tell us a little bit about you. Tell us um, about... Was you relaxed? Was you natural? Your your whole natural hair journey. Sure. So, um, you know, Elodia's story, it started back in, I would say, 2012. Mm-hmm. At the time, I was just experiencing damaged hair and even a more damaged scalp from years of using chemical straighteners. So I used them all throughout my childhood into my 20s. And um, by the time I got into my 20s, it was just severely damaged. Um, And right around that time, I started my career as a scientist and I was um, looking at a disease that disproportionately affects black women. It's called sarcoidosis. And I see these women coming in um, to enroll in the study and they looked very much like me. We were around the same age. We probably listened to the same music and we probably used the same hair care products. Mm -hmm. So I started seeing in real time that even though I was being affected with my hair and damaged hair and scalp that the products that we were using the with the toxic ingredients and chemicals that are in them they could be aiding in the disease diseases like sarcoidosis this autoimmune disease that has no known cause no one knows what causes it so you know being a black woman having these issues with my hair and knowing that we use these toxic products I said, I don't want to use them anymore. And I want to come out with something that not only can help myself, but help these black women as well. And women that have texture here in general. And that's exactly what I did back in 2012. I started creating products that really were working. um, And I wanted to come out with the line back in 2012, but it costs a lot of money to launch a product line. So, So I said, you know, let me... I can't do it now because I'm still not making enough money. Let me go and start a YouTube channel. So I started YouTube just sharing my tips and tricks with women like myself that were struggling to grow healthy hair. And then in 2014 is when I started my career as a scientist for the National Institutes of Health. And that's when I dedicated the time and energy and resources to creating the line. And it took me about three years from 2014 to 2017 to create the full line of six products. And um, we launched in 2017. 
And I would say five years later, 2022, we're in Target stores nationwide, select Target stores. We're sold on Amazon and then we're sold on our website. When you first started the hair care brand and then going into the health field, how shocked you was when you found out all the stuff that was causing issues with the hair that we did not know about because we were putting these chemicals in our hair. That was affecting our health. Yes, you are so right. I was so, so shocked because I didn't come from, even though I'm a scientist, I had no idea what was in the products that we were putting in, what was in the chemical relaxers that we were putting in every six to eight weeks in our hair. Um, So I started to research more and more just to get an understanding of what is this that we are putting on our bodies Mm -hmm. and to see that there are ingredients that are cancer causing, that are endocrine disrupting, that are asthma inducing. It was just really shocking. And then when I dove a bit deeper to realize that those products are put, those ingredients are put in our products because they're cheap, And because these companies want to make money, it was even more of a shocker and just really angered me. So that's why I said to myself as a Black woman, when I come out with my company, my company is going to be a company that people can trust and people that look like me and that have the same hair type as mine can trust. And, um, you know, I'm proud to say we have more than 20 chemicals that are normally found in texture hair care products. We don't have that in ours. So, um, so yeah, I was really, really shocked and angered. Well, I thank you for that because, you know, a lot of people are coming out with issues dealing with relaxers or just products about the reaction is causing them. Okay. We know sometimes our body do react to certain things, you know, that we don't even know of, but it's like numbers is, is coming in numbers of people. And for instance, they had an incident with um, L'Oreal is still going on about their products and stuff. So I appreciate you telling us that, look, I'm different from everybody else. These are the product that all the items that's in our products are stuff that's going to help you not just outside like you know make your hair luxurious luxurious I'm sorry luxurious but it also because what people don't fail to realize is that it seeps down when you put stuff in on your scalp it goes within your scalp and it's inside your body that's why there's so many diseases like cancer and all this stuff is coming about because it's seeping through so thank you for having ingredients that's going to help our hair grow as well as not affect our health so thank you for that Oh, thank you for bringing awareness. And um, just to talk a little bit about um, like the research that came out, I'm not sure if your audience have seen, but like last week, the NIH just released a study that showed that chemical relaxers doubles your chances for having uterine cancer. So this this is how uh, damaging these products can be for our bodies. Uh, You're absolutely right. There are so many people in this world that doesn't take the time out to actually read the box, okay? And it's because of multiple reasons. It could be because they don't have time or they feel like, you know, I don't know what this word is. I don't feel like I'm dumb, so I'm not going to Google it real quick or take a picture of it and look, research it later and come back because I just don't have time. How do you feel about people that just, you know, grab the box because they saw curly hair or a straight hair person? wearing it they hair a certain way because of this product how do you feel about them not taking the time out and just you know do your research before you buy a product 
you, you know, I understand that. I understand that as a consumer, you know, you're the person that's coming in and you are entrusting us as a company to not put harmful ingredients and to break it down for you because you're giving us your hard-earned money. Mm -hmm. I think in exchange for that, giving us your hard-earned money, I think it's up to the company and it's the company's responsibility to actually break down the science of the um, product in a layperson's, um, you know, speech so that you're not talking over people's heads and you're not boring them, mm -hmm. but, um, you know, breaking it down, letting them know you shouldn't have these certain ingredients in your products like silicones and parabens and things like that. Um, I know I'm extremely passionate about that. So if you go to our Instagram or you go to our Facebook, I'm constantly breaking down um, different science sciencey ideas and, and things like that so that people can understand, like breaking it down in a layperson's way so that they can understand. I think it's more so the responsibility of the company. Now, of course, the consumer has a responsibility too, but, um, you know, to their own bodies. But yeah. I think it should be a shared approach because consumers are busy. They have kids, they have yes. jobs, and they're entrusting us as companies not to bamboozle them and not to like sell them cancer causing products. So, um, so yeah, that's my thoughts on that. Thank you so much for sharing that. I see that you made a um, statement about well, I'm sorry, it's not a statement. You want us to understand the first hand on misconception and misinformation or miseducation of our texture here. Can you explain that to us? Yeah, you know, I think, so that's a, a very um, complicated issue and to uh -huh. try to sum it up in a sentence is kind of hard, but what I will say is, I, when I see, because I'm a trichologist by training, and trichology is basically the study of hair and scalp. So I tend to see a lot of people coming in with scalp issues and just problems in general with their hair and their scalp. When I, when I talk to women, um, and I feel that, uh, you know, people think textured, coily, kinkier hair types, it's like this really hard hair type. Like my hair is so coarse, my hair is so coarse. Like, and because they think that they tend to treat it rough and they tend to treat it very, um, I don't know how to explain it, but just like very rough. And it's, it's not intentional when they're combing through, it's just very rough treatment. And as a result, I see a lot of breakage and damage and dryness and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, so the flip side of it is, uh, you know, even though people think that they have like this rough, hard, tough hair, coily and curly hair is actually the most fragile of hair types. So it needs to be handled with care and um, it needs to be handled gently and intentional. And, you know, there's a lot of hair care practices that we need to start to incorporate in our routine to really help with the overall health of the hair so that your hair can ultimately thrive. So I think that's the biggest misconception that like our hair is rough, tough, and that we can handle it anyway, you know. So when you say that there's a lot of hair care tips, can you give us some? Yeah, you know, I would say the biggest tip is consistency is key. So I often relate it to like exercising. So if you want to get in shape, you're not going to just exercise once a month, right? Because that's not going to really do anything. If I'm exercising once a month and I need to lose 20 pounds, probably not going to lose those 20 pounds. You need to, it's the same thing with hair care. So if your hair is dry, breaking and damaged, 
consistency is so key. So having a high moisturizing, high nourishing routine that you do once a week is like, I would say 60% of the, of the work. If you can do that once a week, Um, And what I mean by like having a high moisturizing, nourishing routine is having four simple steps. So the first step will be that you um, pre-shampoo your hair with an oil. It's called a pre-shampoo treatment. So Mm -hmm. I like to recommend using an oil before you shampoo, then using a um, non-sulfate shampoo, like a, a shampoo that doesn't have sulfates in them. Okay. Follow that up with a deep conditioning mask. And then you style your hair with like a cream-based moisturizer. So those four steps are so key. If you do them once every week, you will see results. Okay. Thank you for the tip. No problem. So we're going to talk about, we're going to go straight into your hair care brand. How many items do you have on your brand? So right now we have about 12 SKUs, like 12 different products. We also bundle the products. So we have about five or six bundles because like I said, um, when you're using products, it's really not just the oil that you want to use or the hair cream that you want to use. You really want to use the products in a system um, that oil, shampoo, deep conditioner, and styler. So we tend to bundle them to make it easier for people to do that once a week um, moisturizing routine. And um, it ranges from, you know, oils, we have shampoos, we have deep conditioners, and then we also have our stylers. But what's the biggest differentiator for our products is that, like you were saying in the beginning, we're just not focused on how good your hair looks, how curly or defined it is, or how straight it is. We're actually focused, we're focused on that because your hair will look good, but we'll focus on scalp health as well. So if you have like um, dermatitis, uh, psoriasis, eczema, those types of things, because we're doctors, where our products, when used on a consistent basis, will treat those conditions. Let's talk about your nourishing growth, healthy hair, and scalp oil. Yeah, so that's like our best-selling oil across the board um, in Target, Amazon, and website. And I think the reason why it is, is because we use oils that actually can penetrate the hair strands. Um, And it's just an extremely versatile oil. You can use it for that pre-shampoo treatment. You can use it on top of your stylers to give you sheen. Um, And it's just really a versatile oil that you can use in many different ways. I'm glad you said that, the word penetrate. Okay, penetration, okay. Because Mm -hmm. do you um, believe in or... You know, because a lot of people might come to you and ask you these questions and stuff. Low, medium, high porosity? Yes, for sure. Yep. Okay. I, okay. Because the reason why I say that is because, you know, with low porosity, stuff sits on, product sits on top of your hair, doesn't penetrate. So this oil will be definitely good for someone like me who, when I put stuff in my, I got to use light oils, light creams, something that's going to penetrate and nourish my hair. Yeah, exactly. And the thing about um, low, medium, and high porosity, if your hair is healthy, this is why mm-hmm. I tell people, it's, it's on the spectrum of low porosity. So meaning that, you know, it might not be as low porosity as like someone that is a Mexican, like a Mexican background or Asian background, they have extremely low porosity hair because mm-hmm. they're have a lot of cuticle layers, which is the outside of the um, hair strand. And mm-hmm. that's what causes your hair not to be able to absorb. 
but you are on that spectrum of low porosity. If your hair is damaged, if it's damaged through color treatments, relaxer, sun damage, um, if you're in the pool a lot, the chlorine can damage your cuticle, then you're high porosity. So high porosity is really um, hair that has been damaged through chemicals or through the sun. Um, I rarely see someone that has high porosity hair genetically. So I would say if your hair is healthy, you're taking care of it, more than likely you're on the spectrum of having low porosity hair. And um, like you were saying, our oil will help with that type of hair. What do you recommend out of your hairline for, let's say, high porosity to get your hair back to its strength, strengthen its hair? Which one of your oils is best for that? So that's the thing. I wouldn't really say um, just one oil. Like okay. any oil can work for high porosity. It's really a system of products that you're using for high porosity hair as well as low porosity hair that's going to get the job done. So for like high porosity hair, you need more protein in your um, in your products because what's happening is the reason why your hair is pro high porosity is because the protein structure within the middle part of the hair strand is damaged and it's damaged because of chemicals or sun damage or like chlorine and stuff like that. So you need products that can actually help with repairing the protein structure so that your hair can, as easily as it uptakes moisture, it can keep the moisture. So um, I would say for somebody that has high porosity hair, you need products that contain a lot of protein. Our products, they're more balancing products. Okay. So I wouldn't say that they are for like someone that has extreme damage. They're going to need like a high protein reconstructing type conditioner, but they still can use like the shampoo and the stylers and things like that. But we don't have products yet that have like a lot of protein in them. Okay, so everything is balanced out, routine. You tr you just use these products in line, one, two, three, and four. This should help, you know, daily, not daily. I don't know if your products are daily. Some products says daily, and some yeah. says weekly. Some say, you know, after yeah. certain times. That's true. So, like, I would say our shampoo and our deep conditioner, you're to use that weekly. But, like, yeah. the moisturizers... listening to the kinky hair culture podcast where we interview the people behind the chair and the people that makes your natural hair products if this episode or any of our previous episodes add value to you share because you never know who you are helping on their natural hair journey and also subscribe so that way you can stay in tune to all the latest hair care products stylists barbers cosmetologists the whole nine yards so hit that subscribe and share button for me. Like the stylers and moisturizers, as well as our oils, you can use it every day if you want. Um, but my hope is if you're consistent with your routine, you won't have to use it every day because your hair will be fully moisturized from your wash day. And you'll, might, you might have to use it once or twice a week as maintenance. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I, I was waiting for you to say that moment. If you nourish your hair and do what you're supposed to be, you don't have to use products every day because your hair will absorb it. It'll keep it because we already have natural oils in our hair and great products 
will help um, enhance it even more. So I'm so glad you said that because that was my next question, but you answered it. So I appreciate you for letting the audience know a routine. That's all you have to do is have a routine in order for this to, for your hair to flourish like a flower. So, so true. And that it doesn't matter what type of texture you have. Thank you. (laughs) Because we... I really don't like the 4A, 4B, 4C, 3 this, 2 this, and 1, because my opinion, this is my opinion. If I'm wrong, please, because you're a doctor, you know, you got a degree in this. When we focus so much on texture, it's like we skip the, the importance of actually taking the time and understanding your hair, like being intimate with it, knowing each strand, what your hair can and cannot take. That we get so caught up on um, textures that we go running by everything because it says 4C, 4A hair, this hair, that hair, that we don't learn. Like, well, maybe your hair can't take um, shea butter, your, your particular hair. Because some people can have, have it, some people can't. It's like coconut oil. If they learn their strands and be like, okay, this product right here, you know, is well blended in. So it shouldn't affect my hair because it got multiple, you know, components in there. So... I thank you so much. Well, no problem. Yeah, and I, I would say as far as like curl patterns, um, you know, it, it, it's very loaded because of the social the social aspects of it. Meaning we come, you know, you can't separate us out from being Black women in America and, yeah. like, you know, how people have looked at tighter coiled hair versus less tightly coiled hair. So it has like that that kind of racial layer to it you know what i'm saying so that's the reason why i think it's it's a very controversial topic but if you look at it on a science level like if you just look at it on a science level which is very hard for the average everyday person to do um because of that whole racism that's ingrained in our culture yes Um, look at it on a science level it has some usefulness when it's used with your curl pattern how dense your hair is and how, what's the porosity of your hair. Like those three things are important. The, just knowing the curl pattern alone doesn't really tell the complete story of your hair. So you need to know the curl pattern. You do need to know that. You need to know the um, density, like how many hairs you have on your head. Is it low density? Is it high density? You need to know the porosity. Is it high porosity or low porosity? Um, so th- those three things are key. And if you know those things, then you can understand uh, what ingredients to use. Like if you have low porosity here, then maybe using shea butters and things like that is really not for you. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, so that's just an example. But that's just my two cents. <laughs> no, no. Look, I thank you so much for, you know, answering these questions and being on our show I really really appreciate you that because most people don't know about their hair and some people are afraid to ask because they don't afraid of the outcome right that's true and it's not that most people you know you have people that's doctors lawyers teachers uh, work on the fields as in on the floor ground floor like construction workers grocery store workers you got all different type of people mm-hmm. and it's not that nobody's not educated in the sense but they're not educated on their hair because they like, I'm just going to, I don't have time because I have so much going on in my life <laughs> that I don't have time to really worry about it. Let me slap this on my hair, slap that on my hair, mix these two together because I saw it on TV. So 
we need people that's going to be like, look, I know it's hard. Take your time. If you one day pamper yourself, get to know you. Get to know what your hair need. Exactly. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's not on the priority list for people to be, you know, researching and that type of thing. I think it's up to the the businesses and the, uh, the companies to, you know, do a lot of that legwork for them. Yes. So I got a question for you. How important is it to clean your scalp? It's so important. That is, I love that question because it's so, so key. And I think that there was a moment in, in the natural hair community that people weren't using shampoos. They were doing like these co-washes and things like that, like using, shampoo, using conditioner to wash their hair. Mm-hmm. That can have a negative effect over time because we need like shampoos in its um, ingredients it can t- it has the ability to take dirt away and it's not yes. going to add things onto your hair it's going to take it away we need ingredients that can take dirt and grime and excess oil away because what ends up happening is if you don't use a shampoo then um, the follicle which sits in your scalp it can be loaded with the shea butter and the oil and the you know the products that you're using over the weeks and months and then it's very hard for that newly formed hair to break through all of that so you know it's coming out of your follicle and becoming one of your hair strands it has to break through all of that shea butter and oil and everything and then it becomes damaged so it's really important to have a cleansed scalp with a non-sulfate shampoo so something that is not having like a lot of harsh ingredients in them. Like our organic black soap wash is amazing for that. Um, so yeah, so I, I say it's so important. I like to shampoo my hair one time a week. I'm glad you said that because you must have knew my next question. Because you know, it's a myth amongst black people, African-American people. Um, Cause I was one of them. I'm going to say that myself because when I used to get my hair relaxed back in the day, I used to wait six to eight weeks mm-hmm. or 12 weeks or 16 weeks just to wait to my next relaxer. Now, grant you, my hair was growing, okay? But the lack of knowledge that I have now, that I had didn't have then and I have now, it's like, wow, Kenneth, what you was doing to your hair? <laughs> no, you thought it was growing and it was long, but it wasn't meeting its potential because yeah. you was basically stopping it. It, it was uh, it's not that it wasn't growing. It's the potential of how long your hair could grow if you was just cleansing your hair more. Stop believing that you shouldn't get your hair wet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was the same way. <laughs> I said, oh my God. I said, wow. Like, you got to wash your hair more often. Yeah, okay. for sure. But, and what I always say too is like um, water is nature's moisturizer. So it's the only thing that really truly moisturizes your hair. With our products, our products are helping to keep the water in the strand. That's how products work, but it's water that is moisturizing. So the more you can get your hair under water, the better. Thank you. Water is our friend. H2O. Yes. (laughs) So a lot of this myth that your hair could basically grow overnight like people could really be out here like Rapunzel you know what I'm saying in three days your hair is boom growing (laughs) there's a lot of myths out here and people really think this yes how do you feel about this myth 
if it's true and if it's or is it not true if it's true why if it's not true tell us why yeah (laughs) (laughs) i spend a a good portion of my day every day answering this question um and just kind of dispelling that myth about you put this oil on your head and you're gonna have hair down to your butt in like six weeks like and your hair starting (laughs) shoulder length like that is literally not possible because scientifically our hair grows about a a half an inch to inch a month right or even a quarter of an inch to inch a month and everybody's different you know you can have somebody that grows an inch a month you can have somebody that grows a quarter of an inch a month but on average we fall in that range and everybody does so i get this that's another myth that you know black women like truly black women that have no mixture in their background they don't grow hair like that that's not true it's not everybody if you're living if you have a heartbeat your hair grows about a quarter of an inch to inch a month but the problem is is that because we have like curlier hair types or curlier hair types which is a genetically drier hair type which breaks easily we can break as much as we grow so you know you grow a half an inch if you're not taking care of your hair you break a half an inch and then in a year your hair is still at its at your shoulder and you're thinking that it doesn't grow when in fact it's just that you're breaking as much as you grow so the key is is basically to use products that are nourishing and moisturizing so that you're retaining the length that you're growing so that over time you can see the length that is growing out of your head every single month and your hair will start to grow. So, you know, that it's a myth that you can take, uh, put an oil on your head and your hair can grow in six inches in a month because I've never seen that before. And I don't Me think anybody <laughs> has. <laughs> so over time, it's, it takes some patience over time. If you think about it, if you grow your hair a half an inch a month, right? That's about six inches a year. So that's mm-hmm. a half of a ruler a year. So you you have the ability if, you know, starting from today f- until uh, October of 2023, you can grow six inches of hair, which is half a ruler of hair if you're taking care of your, your hair and being consistent. Thank you. So you got the clinically proven lymph retention and scalp hair bundle, okay, to help mm-hmm. cleanse your scalp and retain length tell us about it yeah so is that the clinically proven i think you broke out yes yes i'm sorry clinically proven i'm sorry (laughs) oh no no problem i didn't hear you but yeah so that's our newest bundle um and what i love about it is we actually wanted to show scientifically that it helps with the overall health of the hair and scalp so what we did was we took it through a six-week clinical study where we had over 50 women enroll, 50 women that had uh, the type three and type four hair, which you don't normally see with clinical studies. They tend to use straighter hair um, people, like people with straighter hair types, but we yes. wanted to have like black women enrolled. Um, so, okay, so we took these this portion of these women, they had scalp issues, they had like dandruff, itching, dryness, Um, And they had hair breakage, very dry, brittle hair. And we had them use that bundle once a week um, for four weeks. And within four weeks time, we showed that we increased the moisture in their scalp. 
so that their um, dermatitis or their dandruff, dryness, itchiness was reduced by 88% in four weeks. It was reduced by 88%. And then wow. 100% of the um, patients that were enrolled, um, they felt that the hair was a lot more healthier and just felt more moisturized. Um, so yeah, so um, that's basically what that uh, that bundle is about. Okay, so we have um, the myth about heat. Heat is not good for your hair. Heat will destroy your hair. Yeah. Is that true? So it depends. That, that's a good question. It depends. So if you're here, if you're starting off um, with damaged hair, if your hair is like already damaged, I definitely don't recommend someone use heat until your hair is um, becoming healthier and moisturized. Um, if your hair is healthy and is moisturized, you can use heat on occasion. But the thing about heat that you always have to watch is that heat will take out moisture from your hair. So it, mm -hmm. it'll actually um, evaporate the moisture within your strand, the water that's within your strand. So you have to be really careful with that. You don't want to use it so much, heat so much like flat ironing and blow drying and things like that, that you're depleting your moisture reserves that are in your hair. So you can, you know, potentially make healthy hair unhealthy if you're using it too much. But I think if your hair is healthy, if it's moisturized, if you use it in moderation, you'll be okay. If your hair is damaged, I definitely don't re recommend you using like flat irons, blow dryers. So with your heat styling kit, that's something that we can use to help retain our length of hair, especially for those who like to use a lot of heat in their hair. Exactly. So that's the thing. The thing about hair is it's not like if you mess up your hair, it's like going to cause you to die or, you know, I understand that people like what they like to do and they can take the information but if you still want to uh, use heat even though your hair is damaged or even though you're using excessive amounts of heat we want to meet you where you're at we're not here to try to tell you what to do with your hair so if you Thank still you. want to use like heat in your hair we're going to provide a solution that at the very least is going to keep it moisturized and help to combat the moisture loss that you get when you use flat irons and things like that. So that's what that kit does. It cleanses the scalp and the hair so that you're not like burning in residue. Um, and then it also will impart moisture and nourish the hair so that when you are using the heat, you have some moisture reserves left in the strand. Wow. Yeah. Your stuff, everything that you describe on here, you know, each person listening that's listening to this should really try this because you're talking to an actual live scientist that's taking her time out because of experiences that she might have had um, and the world might have had to be able to come up with a product that is suitable to take care of your natural hair. Does this work for anybody that's not natural, like relaxed? Yeah, it does. It absolutely does. I get that question a lot too. And um, like I said, we try to meet people where they're at. We're not trying to tell you what to do. We just want to make your hair as healthy as it can be, your hair and your scalp. So if you are relaxed, you could use the heat style kit. Um, and if you go to our, our website, if you click on the products, you'll see midway through the product page. We have 
um, what we recommend for each hair type. So if you're relaxed, if you're transitioning, if you are type three hair, if you are type four hair. So um, we try to make it easy for people. All right. Well, I want to thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time out to be on our podcast. We really, really, truly appreciate you. Is there anything that you want to leave the audience with? Well, thank you so much, Candice. This has been a lot of fun talking to you and your audience. And um, I just want to let people know you guys can follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Um, if you want to learn more about the science behind here, I'm always breaking that down there. Um, and our Instagram and Facebook is Alodia Hair Care. That's A L O D as in dog I A. And then we're also found in select Target stores on Amazon as well as our website. Well, audience, if y'all miss or didn't understand or anything during this podcast, no worries. We're going to have everything listed at the end of this podcast so you can be able to click shop and even get to know the doctor. So thank you. Thank you, everybody, for being on the show. God bless. And until next time. episode of the kinky hair culture podcast is brought to you by my locks have powers this book is about a little girl who shows the world that her locks have powers by embracing her locks join Kima in loving her locks let's stop the stigma of natural hair starting with our children let's teach them how to love their texture and however they wear their natural hair this book is found on amazon this book is also written by me candace illustrated and written so go out there and get that book on amazon my locks have powers little girl with the pressing curl hey i got a jerry curl 13 and i got a relaxer i was a source of